0: Hi everyone, Sandman here. Today's video is brought to you by a donation by Catherine from Nevada. She didn't want me to cover a specific topic and instead let me cover whatever I want. As a thanks, I'm going to show her pictures that I ended up taking in Nevada a few years ago. What I'd like to cover in this video is the value of art in the MGTOW movement. And the pictures I'm showing you come from the railite ghost town in Nevada along the border with Death Valley, California. At its peak, this town had anywhere between 3,000 and 5,000 inhabitants. The town was built around the gold mines, and today those mines are closed, and all that's left are a few buildings and an open-air museum with tons of interesting works of art in the middle of nowhere. What I'm going to show you is mostly art installations in the desert. My educational background is in the fine arts, and I have a fine arts degree in new media. And while I was taking my Bachelor of Fine Arts, My feminist professors tried to brainwash me about the idea that gender was something we choose and not something that we were born with. One of my female professors went to such extreme lengths as to masculinize herself to look, sound, and possibly even think like a man. I even suspect that she either went as far as to have a breast reduction surgery or she resorted to taping down her breasts on a daily basis. Whatever she did, it looked like she was completely flat-chested. She came across as being really angry about being a woman most of the time. And I feel that she would have rather wished that she had been born a man. I rarely saw her smile and felt like she was full of self-loathing as well. But even with all of her negative traits, she exposed me to things that opened my eyes with regards to strategies to get culture noticed. It's the artists in the society that change the direction of culture and popular values. Feminists have infiltrated higher education and the arts for over 50 years and have been changing culture and society to suit their needs. If MGTOW is to grow and evolve, we need to create arts that capture the imagination of the public. That can be anything from music, like Marcus Brown has shown us, videos, art installations, and even performance art and culture jamming. I think the best way for us to be effective is to do different pieces of performance art and get attention from those by recording them on video and then sharing them on the Internet. Another great strategy is for ourselves to live as the examples that we want others to follow. We need to show the world that being MGTOW is all about freedom of choice, freedom of movement, and freedom of association. We need to show that we are not living in the shadows of women, but have stepped out fully into the light. I have always lived my life as if it were a blank canvas, The way we live can inspire other men and allow them to see that living with the cookie cutter wife, with the cookie cutter children, and the cookie cutter house doing a cookie cutter job is just a complete waste of time and life. Exploring the world and taking the road less traveled is far more interesting. Exploring nature and pushing one's personal limits and creative abilities carves out our character and makes us far more interesting and gives us far more fulfillment as men. So with that, I want to start thinking about something I'd like to call Project MGTOW. Mentioning the film Fight Club yet again, I think it's important that we have our own version of Project Mayhem, as outlined in that particular film. A few weeks back, someone mentioned that we need MGTOW art, and I think that's a great idea. I think the most powerful art we have, in this case, is video. If we can go out into the public world and embarrass a feminist or record their stupidity, then that's the best thing possible. When Chanty Bix, better known as Big Red the Feminist, told everyone to shut the fuck up last year here in Toronto and was then subsequently captured on video, it helped the men's rights movement, as well as MGTOW, gain some notoriety. Another great video I saw was done by Nick Redding from Men's Rights Edmonton, where I think he went to a slut walk and said something like, I love sluts, and then put a Men's Rights Edmonton sign just below his statement. He was subsequently heckled, but he stayed positive, as Manginus threw harsh criticism his way. Performance art is probably the most powerful tool we have because it can reach the largest possible audience through video and show the world the true nature of women at the same time. The MRA feminist video in the description below has almost 600,000 views, and it's of big red. And the other video I'm posting, the description is called Ferrari pickup prank, and that video has already received 8 million views, and it's funny to see that women are usually conditioned not to enter cars with strangers for the fear of getting raped or kidnapped, but they seem to have no problem getting into a Ferrari with someone they don't know, possibly because of the value of the automobile. One woman even ended up leaving her boyfriend in the middle of the street as she drove off with a perfect stranger for a joyride. The irony is that if we look closely at the camera angles in this video, you'll notice that the whole video appears to be staged. And I'm fairly sure that the women in this video are probably being paid $50 each to be in the video. You can't typically do hidden camera videos unless you get people to sign off on the rights. But what this video shows me is that women are willing to sacrifice their own group preference when it comes to money. A woman is willing to backstab female own group preference in the back if it gets her some kind of monetary advantage. The idea we need to think about and aim for is to create videos that have the potential to go viral. If anyone is familiar with epic rap battles of history, one of us could do a series of similar videos with a slight twist to them. We could do feminist versus chauvinist, and we could dress up that feminist to look like Big Red, or Nawalt versus Mangina. And for a video like this, it's not too difficult to shoot in front of a green screen and then edit the graphics in. It's just a matter of purchasing a pre-made rap beat for 20 to $30 and writing good rap lyrics. That's definitely a project I'd like to tackle by the end of the year. I've also got a recording studio ready with the skills to pull it off. I just know it's going to take two or three weeks to pull off properly and I also have to get good actors to play the roles. What I'll probably end up doing first is a series of streeter videos or interviews on the street with women. And I'll get them to sign off release forms for the rights so that they won't get me into any kind of trouble. And then I'll ask them a set of predetermined questions that are stacked in my favor. Streeters are a great way if you want to show people putting themselves through spontaneous embarrassment. The best thing for me to do is to ask them a set of questions geared towards women's relationships with men and have another woman ask them those particular questions. That way they're more likely to open up about how they've mistreated guys in their past relationships, thus exposing the truth. These type of street-style videos can be scripted, shot, and edited in only two or three days. That's if you want to do them properly. I think the idea of MGTOWs meeting each other to talk about MGTOW issues is kind of fruitless. What we need to do is meet and work on projects together that can build up our self-confidence as men while we reveal the true nature of women to others. Being logical and great public speakers here on YouTube is great at building a rational argument for men going their own way. We have to make other men laugh and feel for us to have the full impact that we're looking for. Why do you think advertisers spend so much money advertising in stadiums during sporting events? Only when a person is emotional do ideas fully form in their subconscious mind. As long as our intentions are genuine, then the ethics behind our MGTOW advertising is perfectly sound. It's only when we choose to deceive people using our tactics that our intent is not pure. So using the medium of video to influence men towards MGTOW is fair game, especially if it entertains as well as informs people simultaneously. Almost everyone that goes to Las Vegas knows that there's an exotic car rental place in the north end of the Strip. that rents Ferraris, Vipers, and Corvettes. So that's another reason why I think the whole Ferrari video has been staged. But it doesn't matter. The majority of people watching that particular video will think that it's real and believe that women act this way. And women will see women in the video and start to think that this is proper female behavior, to leave your boyfriend and get in a car with the perfect stranger. My cousin in Eastern Europe says that back there, all you need is a single car, any car, and women will date you. Over there, only about 20 to 30 percent of single men have cars, so if you can afford one, you're one of the alpha males. Average salaries over there in Eastern Europe are roughly 500 US dollars a month, and to own and gas up a vehicle costs much more than this. In North America, gas is half as expensive as over there as well, so owning and operating a vehicle is just way too expensive. One of my male cousins over in Eastern Europe says that all you have to do is park your car and sit in the driver's seat, parked in the middle of town, and watch as the pedestrians walk around you, and then also keep your passenger door unlocked. Within five to ten minutes, a random woman will just jump into your car, into the passenger seat. I want to visit there in the next couple of years and film this and see if it's actually true. I think it would be awesome to put a hidden camera in the car, outside the car, and just wait for a random woman to pop into the vehicle and then start up a conversation. And then I can also see if my cousin is full of shit. But women are obsessed with brand new vehicles as one of the ultimate status symbols in society. What do you guys think of the name Project MGTOW? Do you think that that name works? Some other video ideas for videos shaming manginas could be called the Mangina Project or the Mangina Monologues. Hopefully I can use that second one without getting into any trouble from the people that own the rights to the vagina monologues. The ultimate MGTOW video I'd like to do is to crash Big Red's wedding with protesters and picket signs. But first of all, someone has to agree to marry her. Maybe I'll try to secretly become a wedding photographer or videographer for her wedding and sabotage it from the inside out. Or just imagine if we could actually stage somebody that pretended they were interested in her, proposed to her, and then created a mock wedding to trick her into thinking that she was actually getting married. Now wouldn't that be interesting? I think the idea of going tit-for-tat with feminism is a great idea for our videos. Maybe a few MGTOWs could also infiltrate their groups and feed us information from the inside out so that we know where they are and what they're planning to do. Kind of like a MGTOW CIA. There are so many awesome ways to create MGTOW culture and use YouTube and the rest of the internet to spread it around. What do you guys think? Do any of the ideas that I've mentioned resonate with you? Anyways... Thanks again to Catherine for your donation for this particular video. And thank you for taking your daily dose of red pills. Enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers.